2: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers while supplies last. Offer NZ83120.
3: Hey there, movie fans. Welcome to Collider Videos for your consideration, our weekly awards series tracking the ups and downs of award season. And boy, we got a lot to talk about after the Golden Globes. We are just one week away from the Oscar nominations. Man, we got a lot to talk about. We are bleary eyed, but very, very, very excited. So we just wanted to start off by thanking our partner and our sponsor for this season season two of Collider FYC. Arc Light Cinemas they have been crushing it with helping us set up these Collider FYC screenings. We got more news on that later, but we got to show the love for our friends at Arc Light Cinema because this has really been an exciting season for FYC. But we're going to get right to it because joining me as always are my great friends who I love, admire, and respect to pieces, including this guy over here who is checking his phone, checking his email because he just broke a great scoop. Check it out on Collider.com. The mighty – oh, boy, is that appropriate – the mighty Jeff Snyder, huh? Hi, Woo! everybody. Say hi, Jeff Snyder. <laughs> yes, hi
0: to you, to you, to Christian Vale, to Thor. Yes! Thumbs oh, up. wow.
3: Very, very exciting. Of course, the amazing Perry Nemiroff with a big, fat, huge, yeah. moderated Q&A smile on her face. Really? It yes. was it was a
4: good day on Saturday for Collider FYC at Arclight, and we're going to continue to celebrate that tonight with Booksmart. I'm, I'm freaking out.
3: Okay, we're all freaking out because we're all doing great things here, stuff that we really, really do care about on Collider FYC. But let's get right to it with yesterday's Golden Globes. Let's see. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Three Golden Globes, Best Picture, Musical, or Comedy, Supporting Actor for Brad Pitt, Screenplay for Tarantino, and then Sam Mendes, War Drama in 1972. Mm. Two big awards, and also Joker... Man, okay, so so let's just start from the top here. Perry, what did you think of the Golden Globes? Um, well,
4: 1917 was the big attention-grabber surprise for me because I know that the folks that vote for the Globes don't vote for the Oscars, but I think there are certain indicators that could maybe change the direction I'm going in as far as my predictions are concerned, and you're probably going to notice that 1917 might have climbed a few spots on my list. I didn't think that that one had, you know, the loudest campaign in the room. But with this, I mean, the Globes and this opportunity is a great promotion and marketing thing, and they're going to use it to their benefit right now.
3: And and listen, I know we are talking about two very, very, very different groups voting Mm -hmm. here, 87 Golden Globe uh, HFPA members versus about 7,000 Academy members. But the point, Jeff, is that the awards happened before the polls even opened to vote for the Oscar nominees. Do you think this will have an impact The
0: Golden Globes have, I would say, minimal impact every year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I think that last night provided the kind of curveball that this award season has needed. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. from the start, I've sort of said that the Irishmen and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, even though they are the perceived favorites, like they are vulnerable. Um, and And they could end up splitting the vote, and clearly one thousand nine hundred and seventeen was the beneficiary of that last night now, obviously Tarantino competed in the comedy or musical category right um, so you know it 's a different deal, and I do still think that that is the oscar front runner, but one thousand nine hundred and seventeen now presents this option to vote for if you don't want to vote for either of those two. It's now like Mm -hmm. this
3: consensus-safe choice. And, you know, with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood winning Best Picture Music or Comedy and with uh, 1972, 1917 winning Best Picture Drama, you know, these are movies with a capital M that need to be seen on a big screen and are nowhere near any of the streamers. Do you think that kind of like was a coincidence or was it just that, yes, you know?
0: Yes. It has nothing to do with, the, like, okay. this, this idea right. that Netflix can't win Best Picture is absurd. If okay. Netflix had the goods, it would Yeah, win. they did. Come on. And Mar- Marriage Story, I do consider to be the goods. Yeah, I do too. But, but they've been too. conflicted this year, calling it the goods because of this
3: movie, The Irishman, maybe, which to me clearly is not the goods. But maybe also that when you have The Irishman and Marriage Story and three and two popes all competing in the same category, yes. maybe you have too yeah. much of a good thing to kind of cancel each other out is that possible
4: That's that's definitely possible here I think um With the Golden Globes, I was still leaning towards Irishman and Marriage Story because I think at any stop along award season, if the the heavy marketing push and, you know, sending stuff out and doing Q&As and wine and dining and all that fun stuff, if it didn't pay off here, that's when I start to get concerned for them in the long run. And I'm not talking about nominations. I still think that they're going to clean up with nominations come that day. But it could be. I keep comparing The Irishman to A Star is Born in that I think it's going to wind up with many, many nominations and very few wins. I
3: think that marriage story has a better shot here. Last because... night
4: kind of solidified it for yeah, me.
3: Yeah, I completely agree with that. What about you, Jeff?
0: I, I, I mean, I think it's the same thing as last night's animated feature race, where you have Disney oh. pu- <laughs> wow. pushing, pushing Toy Story and Frozen and Lion King, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't know which one to really get behind and, and give the big push to and then missing Link. Comes out of nowhere yeah. to win. Yeah, like yep. you can't you can have too much of a good thing, and I think that that is a, a problem for Netflix this year. And I think if, if they really want to win Best Picture, you
3: have to pick a movie and get behind the movie. I was surprised though; that was one of the big. I mean, probably the biggest surprise of the night was Missing Link getting it over to Huge, right? That
4: happened early on, too. The second that happened, I'm like, oh, anything's possible now.
3: Now, for Best Picture Music or a Comedy, I mean, you know, this was an embarrassment of riches here. I was sort of like leading up to the weekend thinking that maybe Rocket Man could take it because it's really the only musical in the musical or comedy category. But, of course, that award went to Taron Edgerton for Best hmm. Actor, Musical, or Comedy. What do you got to say about that, Mr. Snyder? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God the HFPA doesn't vote for the Oscars. <laughs> yes,
4: absolutely. No, I think he's very deserving of that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see later in the show. That win might have, uh, you know, tipped the scale as far as my number five in the Best Actor uh, category goes.
0: I, I, I still think that the Academy is going to go for, for people like Banderas or Jonathan Price or even Sandler well, before wait they get to Taron.
3: What about, I mean, listen, Eddie Murphy not getting the award for Best Actor, Musical, or Comedy for Dolomite Is My Name. I thought that it would go to Man* for the picture, and and uh you know to honor it because it has to be honored and then eddie murphy would get the award for his performance
4: i think dolomite is suffering from the same thing we were just describing before and yeah. even before the globes happened what i always thought was it seemed like netflix was putting the most behind uh, marriage story and uh, the irishman and the two movies that were going to suffer for that were dolomite and two popes and i think we're seeing that happening all- and, you know- The other thing
0: is, Dolomite wasn't that great. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Spoiler alert. It was good. It was good. I don't know why we have
3: to be talking about it in terms of the Oscars. I didn't think Eddie was anything He's like that, that special. Well, maybe we'll get to that when we get to our uh, revision uh, of the uh, the top six categories. But for now, uh, I, I do think it was unfortunate that, that a movie that we really did love, especially you and I, Jojo Rabbit, came up, came up short at the Golden Globes. But look, I mean, I still think this, uh, the next four or five weeks are going to be very, very, very mm-hmm. busy. I think that Jojo Rabbit is going to, uh, uh, you know, the good days ahead for that movie for sure. But, uh, you know, moving down, Best actress said drama renee Zellweger, no surprise there best actor drama joker joaquin phoenix surprise not a surprise what do you think
4: not a surprise Mm -hmm. i I had a feeling that the hfpa were gonna love on joker quite a bit and you know the truth of the matter is i think he's deserving of it the more i watch that movie the more he climbs on my list and Mm -hmm. after this win he might
3: be at the top of it uh what do you think jeff
0: I mean, well deserved. This is the performance of the year, regardless of any gender. I agree. Uh, I mean, he's phenomenal, and Adam Driver is going to have a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. going forward. Like, sure, this for guy sure. is is excellent, and he's young. Um, and, he, and he, but yeah, it, this is Joaquin's year.
3: And it's so, and you know what it is—it's so Joaquin's year that he, the fact that he dropped what three f bombs during his acceptance speech shows you he, he—he's just going to say and do what he wants, you know. Like, what else
4: does Warner Brothers have this year?
3: just oh, mercy, just mercy, Mr. Just
4: That and just mercy, and, and just mercy know. seems to have taken a back seat. But on top of that, it's like what is the primary category Joker is going for? best, best actor. actor yeah that is going to work in his favor mm-hmm. big time mm-hmm.
3: and then you got aquafina best actress musical yeah. comedy brad pitt best supporting actor laura dern best supporting actress you know these are all uh categories that you know we predicted i mean i think
0: i think pitt's going to cruise to an oscar win but do I you agree. think that laura dern is a lock to win the oscar
3: yes yes now i especially do i mm-hmm. thought that maybe the golden globes would go to Sort of a sort of a, a flashier performance like Jennifer Lopez and Hustlers, but the fact that they did go for Laura Dern and and I've already had Laura Dern on my pick as a, a pretty much a lock for a win for Best Supporting Actress for *Marriage Story* for the Oscars. Perry,
4: I'm feeling pretty confident that she's got the best shot of winning at this point. But I was doing the same thing last night. I was teetering between Laura Dern and uh, Jennifer Lopez because if Jennifer Lopez won anything, last night was her night to do it. I still think she's going to get the nomination, mm. but. I don't know her chances of winning at this point feel
3: slim to me the, the other the other surprise to me here was uh, best screenplay nothing against once upon a time in Hollywood at all but I felt like it uh, Noah Baumbach's marriage story just because it was just such a such a very very personal film and it, it's just such a a deep movie and so honest and everything I know you love the movie or especially that screenplay uh, what, what's your take on the screenplay win for Tarantino here
0: I mean, I, I think Marriage Story will fare better with the Academy. I yeah. think, I think yeah. that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a bit divisive, or at least its ending is divisive. And so when you open that up to a larger number of, of voters, uh, that opens the door for something to, to come in with an, and get enough votes.
4: Not to revisit this category today, too, because we're not going to do that. But what do you think of it not getting a nomination from the WGA? What, Tarantino? Yeah.
0: Well, no, that's just because he's not a member. He's, oh, he's, not, he's
4: not. Oh a of the shit! Tarantino, I didn't even think about that. For a WGA You're award. so right. I'm yeah. okay. glad you brought that.
3: I'm glad yes. I asked See, that and that you brought it up. Jeff Snyder is essential. Yeah, essential. I, I, I just wrote the article for the dot .com. That's all. It's fresh <laughs> yeah. in my head. Essential to Clutter. Totally F-Y-C. forgot about that. Okay. Any other thoughts on it uh, on the Golden Globe wins before we move on?
0: No. I mean, I I, I, I think that. One thing that takes a hit here is, yeah. is is kind of the pipe dream for Parasite.
4: Why? Why? You yeah, don't think that's so? that's no. not what I got. for Even not at all. you don't think
0: last night was the night. If Tarantino and Scorsese aren't going to win Best Director for Bong to assert himself and win Best Director or for that film to win Best Picture, instead it's nineteen seventeen. Last night, Parasite t- took a blow.
3: I, I don't think that affects Parasite's chances now. For best picture at the oscars i don 't because again the membership for the HFPA is so so small that I think that just the the, the swell of support among the seven thousand plus voters. Who all do vote for Best Picture, mm-hmm. and everyone loves Parasite. I still think that the Parasite still is a is I don't want to say a lock, but it's certainly a very very major frontrunner for Best Picture at the Academy. I
4: think Awards. it's in good shape too, yeah. and you know You're I've been re- about for a
3: nomination. Though, yeah, right? for a nomination. Oh,
4: yeah. you know, I don't I'm not ready to let it run away with any wins or anything right. except for Best Foreign and Language last Film. No,
0: I feel like there's been a lot of talk about Parasite winning Best Picture and i feel like last night oh, i don't okay, think that's, that's what i was trying to say right?
4: uh, no 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 i think it's going to get a nomination okay. but even just being in the in the mix last night because we went out after to the to the after parties mm-hmm. and i had been reading about this a lot where it's just like this overwhelming amount of support in the community for parasite and you could feel it last night every single time i saw one of the actors or someone a part of that movie they were swarmed with people people are excited to celebrate that yeah. one
3: well moving on to uh, to just uh our collider FYC screening series our partnership with ArcLight Cinemas. Perfect timing that the night before the Golden Globes, we got to have a special Collider FYC screening at the ArcLight for 1917 with actors Dean Charles Chapman and George McKay that I got to moderate. And it is a fantastic conversation. These guys are great. Their conversation about the film is great. Now we do have the entire Q and A posted, but just a warning, a spoiler warning. We do get into the plot and plot points that, uh, if you have not seen the film, don't watch it yet. But if you have seen the film, make sure you check it out. And uh, right now, check out a bit of my Q and A with Dean Charles Chapman and George McKay. First question: You know, making a film like this, something that is obviously so so growing. What was it like for you when you actually got to sit back and watch a complete cut of it for the very first time?
1: Well, I mean, the first time we saw it, it was actually a rough cut. Mm -hmm. There weren't a lot of uh, the soundtrack put over the top of it. Um, We watched it together, Sam showed us, and I found it really emotional. And, uh, you know, even though I know the ins and outs of everything, we was there doing it. You know, I was still scared. I was still surprised. I was still sad. And uh, it actually surprised me. You know, I didn't realise how immersive it would be, like the whole one continuous take. I was really wrapped up in it. How
3: about for you, George?
1: Yeah, I, I, to be honest, it made me really clear on who I love most in my life is. It, because in that that way, as, as Dean said, we know everything about, you know, how it was made and, and have our own experience of it. But... I think the film's about, you know, when people get stretched their limits, what you then come back to. And it, was, I, it made me think of the people in my life that, that I go back to. So I had to, you know, make a couple of phone calls after.
3: Wow, what a great conversation. Make sure you check out the full conversation. But first, make sure you see two-time Golden Globe winner 1917 on the big screen. It opens wide this Friday, January 10th, and this is a movie you absolutely, positively have got to see on the biggest screen possible, and then watch our full Collider FYC ArcLight Q and A posted on Collider.com. Moving on, we are going to go through the top six categories, blow through them real fast because this is going to be. That we're only taping one show before the Oscar nominations are announced on Monday, January 13th. So let's just start with the big one, Best Picture. Okay, so what we're going to do here is we're going to do what we did our first two times where we picked our top five. So number one on your list, Jeff, is for Best Picture. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, Once Upon a You know who's going to love that? Quentin,
0: Quentin Tarantino! <laughs> but that's not why I said it, because I don't care, Quentin, I don't care, I have to be honest here, and I am being honest, I think that you're in uh, in pole position.
3: Okay, well, okay, go. We'll I,
4: I, I mean, I'm not trying to please Quentin Tarantino either, but yeah, it's it's number one on my list, I really do think it's in the best possible shape right now, and... It's, it's not only going to be in the conversation to get the nomination, but I think that's going to be in the top tier for a chance to win going
3: forward. Okay, well, before I say where I have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, before we post our Q&A, because I know we still have some time before we actually get to post it, I have to point out that what happened at that Q&A, <laughs> at a sold-out 820-seat screening uh, at the Arclight Cinema at the Cinerama Dome, So I'm doing my my conversation, and I I bring up the question about Brad Pitt's wardrobe with the Hawaiian shirt and the champion T-shirt. And in front of 820 people, in front of Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt – He looks at me and says, yeah, I watched Collider, and I saw your host, your co-host, your partner there. He was wearing the champion T-shirt. And I'm like, wow, he watches Collider. And then he says to me in front of 820 people, and by the way, your two hosts had once upon a time in their top five, but not you. You had us at number six (laughs) in front of 820 people. I was floored. I turned around. You shot me such a look. (laughs) I turned around and I shot you, Perry, a look and went,
4: OMG. F-G. We need to make sure to get a hold of
3: that photo because yeah. it's like
4: such a memeable photo. I can't get
3: over it. Oh my gosh. But I was like, Jeff, I was I knew Jeff would be really proud. I've got the fashion sense on this show. <laughs> and, and you know, Quentin Tarantino, if you're watching, I have great news. You went from number six to number three on my list of Moving my up. top five once upon a time, is in the top five. All right. So kudos to you, Quentin Tarantino. Congratulations on your Golden Gold blitz. Thank you for watching, or fyc keep watching okay number one on my list though and i'm sure quentin will understand why is parasite i think this movie is unlike anything we have certainly i have ever seen i think this movie is breaking through it is crossing over and for very good reason is parasite in your top five for nomination three Three for you yep you uh, jeff Number four. Number four. Great. Okay. So two of our top five do match. How about 1917? Number two on my list. Number four on my list. Number four. Okay, Jeff? Two. Two. Great. It got the bump last night. It got the bump.
4: I gave it a bump too, but not to that extent.
3: What about uh, Jojo Rabbit?
4: Jojo Rabbit is my number six right now.
3: Okay. All right. How about you, Jeff? Seven. Seven. All right. It's my number four, but what about Marriage Story? Marriage.
0: Should we explore the fact that Jojo Rabbit's in your top five? Yes. Why? Why do we not
3: think it's as strong as Scott does? Maybe because I've seen it four times and I like it more and more each time I see it. Mm-hmm. I
4: absolutely adore the movie. It was yeah, in my I top. It. it was in my top five of the year. It's just when we're doing predictions for more for most likely to score a nomination other than the audience award at TIFF. Yeah. I think the other it, ones have a little more behind
0: it. Okay. I'm cu- I'm curious, like. What is your list? If, if that's if that's in the my top, top five, five? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Are you what my list? That's I here. do. Yeah. Parasite, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Jojo Rabbit, and Marriage Well, Stewart. that's the thing. You, okay. So you think you, it has a you bumped shot the Irishman. down you yeah, bumped do. down the Irishman. I bumped out the Irishman. See,
4: I'm not ready to do that because I still am holding tight to that idea that it's going to clean up with nominations. Well, But wait, we're, wait we're just talking about nominations right we're now, praying. not wins. But we're
3: picking five, and there's going to be at least eight or maybe nine nominations here. So if you're going to go with that, then yeah, Irishman's going to get. Nominated for sure. Absolutely. I still have it but, too. Okay, but but- I, I think that Marriage story has a little bit of a better chance of getting nominated in that top five because it's it's more of a of an embraced beloved film. Where with Irishman, you know, there are some people who who had issue with the running time, and there are some people who feel like, yeah, it's great, but. No, it's
0: uh, i mean there's people who, who don't get jojo rabbit either and think it's just like a horrific true. and horrific think about movie. how
4: the preferential voting system works Absolutely. too i just think there's a better mm. chance that the irishman is going to wind up higher up on more lists where jojo might be really high on some and not so much on others which puts the favor in the
3: irishman well then what's your top five just, what's
0: so i i have once upon a time in hollywood 1917 i have marriage story at three okay Parasite at four and Irishman at five. Okay. We have
4: all the same movies, but in slightly different ordering. Uh, I'm Once Upon a Time at number one. Irishman at two. Parasite at three. 1917 at four. And Marriage Story at five.
3: Okay. In that case, I'm going to to move Irishman back into my top five and move Jojo Rabbit down. So that's our top five for best pick. Mm -hmm. Not in order. Parasite. 1917, Once Upon a Time, Marriage Story, and Irishman are our five lots. That feels like the five. And and I just wanted to bring up my six because your six was JoJo, My six is JoJo. My six is
0: Joker. I think Joker is actually gaining some steam. Absolutely. And I think that's going to make it. I don't know what to
4: make of that one yet.
3: I think it's going to get nominated. (laughs) I'm
4: not... I'm just not entirely convinced that it's going to be embraced to that extent because there is so much focus on Joaquin's performance in particular. I feel like once some of the other Guild nominations come through, I'm going to believe in it more to get a Best Picture nomination. But that's another one where I think it's going to wind up being very divisive. Super high on some lists, not so much on others. And with this voting system, that does not help you.
3: Well, what about – listen, again, because this is Best Picture and because it's between 5 and 10 – uh, Irishman, uh, which I moved in my top five. I'm sorry, Jojo. Uh, in terms of honorable mentions, that will get nominated. Jojo Rabbit, Joker, I think gets nominated. Um, uh, little Women, I think. Gets I have nominated. Women. Okay, yeah, that's my eight. and and I I really think I know we bet this Ford vs Ferrari. Yeah. You're still pulling for I'm that. I'm still pulling for that. I
4: still have it on my. I still have it on my list too.
0: Inter- so I I do not. I, I bumped it out for something new this week. What? Uh, knives Out. Knives Out, really? Oh, I have yeah. Knives Out as my new number ten. I'm sticking with the Farewell. Oh, I
4: like that. I well, pr- I prefer I mean, your movie list. That doing so
3: well; it's now outgrossed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right, but for Ferrari, has passed two hundred million dollars worldwide. Everyone who's seen it loved it. Sure, and you're right. Knives Out, so is Knives oh, Out. Oh, wait, wait, Knives Out. You're right.
0: Yeah, it yeah, so, so maybe the Farewell is the one that that you know falls. If we if there were a I, hard tent. I took
4: the Farewell off my list. Mm-hmm. Oh. I did. Yeah. Not not because I want to see it not get a nomination, but because I th- I think it's it's chances are less now.
3: OK, well, we got our top five here yeah. again. Parasite, 17, Once Upon, Merit, Story, Irishman. Let's yeah. move on to director. Who's your number one, Jeff? Quentin. Me, too. Quentin Me too. is number one. All right. Number two? Bong. Bong is my number two. He's my three. Three. OK, I, who's your number? I, I bump Mendes up to two. Two is mm-hmm. uh, Mendes is my number three. Perry? Uh,
4: Mendez is my number four. Scorsese is my number three. Okay. Marty's Scorsese my is my
3: number four. Yeah. Four. Yeah, you're four. Okay, so... So the is the big one. Yeah, okay, well, I know. Well, just, so Quentin for Once Upon, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Sam Mendes for se- 1917, Martin Scorsese for Irishman. Number five is...
4: Greta Gerwig. It's, I really believe this is going to happen and I also, to the bottom of my heart, believe it should happen. The more I watch that movie, I know I said this on the last show, but we just sat through it again Saturday morning and it still wows me what she did with that adaptation. How
3: many times have you seen it
4: now? I've seen it four times. <laughs>
3: oh, it's, wow. It's, it's
4: really... Well, I love it. I do a, too. I think that is an incredible adaptation and just, you know, like her delicate hand on the on the camera and just how well she works with that ensemble, that is next-level filmmaking and leadership all around, and she should be recognized for
0: it. Jeff?
3: I got Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. You know, when you you make a
0: billion-dollar movie, you got to be taken seriously. And and this movie shows real artistry, too. There's not a lot of billion-dollar movies that have the artistry of of a film like this. And, And... yeah, I think, I think Todd Phillips is going to manage to sneak in.
3: Todd Phillips is my number one honorable mention on, on this list here. Also, you know Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, Pedro Almodovar for Pain and Glory, and Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. Uh, I think if I have to, I have Greta Gerwig at number five, and okay. Todd Phillips is my first honorable mention here. And Jeff, you just make a very, very convincing argument here. You can't argue with a billion dollars plus. Worldwide. You switching from from Gerwig to Phillips? I am. So you I think am. women directors are going to get blank? I think I think it's possible that I we don't. might not see women directors get nominated.
4: Here. I don't. I I really believe that. I believe that that branch is going to come through and they're going to honor her work here. And I I also just have a feeling that the love for Joker is going to be directed in other directions. Okay. Namely, best actor and possibly best score as well.
3: Okay, well, we'll get to that. But uh, you know what? I know I'm going wish really wishy-washy here. You just switched me back to greta garwig so there's our number five do you want
4: another rebuttal <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
3: but listen i i think that all the, the fervor
0: over the lack of a, a woman director for the globes uh did matter and and it will maybe have an impact but i will stick with my my idea that it will be lulu wong who will well, be- benefit hmm. from
3: that lulu wong is a director okay yeah, see i think that right. she'll get she'll show up strongly in screenplay but so top five for director quentin tarantino bong Junho, ho sam mendes Martin Scorsese, Greta Garwick, thank you both for that. Moving on to best actress. Number one, duh. What do you got, Jeff? Renee. Renee. It it Renee. This is Renee's
0: Oscar. Come it's on.
3: Renee's, yes. Go, Renee. Go, Judy Garland. Number two, Scarlett. Scarlett. Scarlet. Scarlett. Scarlett. Number three, Aquafina. Aquafina, Golden Globe gold winner, Aquafina. Okay.
0: Yes. I'm going to stick with Charlize at, at three, but I have Aquafina at four. So okay. What's the I okay.
4: bumped Aquafina
3: up after the win. Yes, yeah, so did I. Okay, I have Charlize at four. I what? have Sersha at four. So shall I have it five? Okay. So do I. Do I
4: have Charlize five? at five. 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 I okay, just. So we I... have the same five. We yes. have
3: the
0: same have five. The same so five. we both think Lupita and and Cynthia Erivo are getting not, yes. uh, locked out.
3: Yeah. Cynthia Erivo, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, Cynthia Erivo, I just, I just feel like. She was good. The movie was just okay. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's
4: going to work Lupita in her favor, sadly.
3: Surprise. I okay. think,
4: no, I do think Lapita could, I think she could surprise and I also see Bombshell losing a little bit of steam, which is why I have Charlize at five and I have her getting knocked off in favor of Lapita if that happens.
3: Okay, so top five for Best Actress. This is great. Renee Zellweger for Judy, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Aquafina for The Farewell, Charlize Theron for Bombshell. She should also be Nominated for Long Shot, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. And Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Moving on to Best. Actor number one, it's a done deal. deal.
4: I think this is the one that because like everyone knows I'm like, it's just about nominations, it's not about who I think is gonna win. This is one of the ones that I'm becoming the most confident. Like, the race is over, yeah,
3: for sure, for sure. I agree. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, yes, yep. Number two, Jeff, who do you have? Adam Driver, Adam Adam Driver for Merit Story. Number three, Leo, Leo for Once Upon a Time, Jeff.
0: I have have Leo as well, um, and I don't think it's a guarantee, but I think that he has has been doing more than I normally see him doing on the awards
3: campaign. Uh, yeah. I think he
0: kind of you know, wants the recognition. I think he's going to get it.
3: I also think you know, Leo doesn't make, he doesn't make a ton of movies. You know, you're not going to see three movies in a year from right. Leonardo DiCaprio. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is his first movie on the big screen since The Revenant in 2015. So he's very, very, very picky. Uh, and, but also really gets behind what he believes in. Number four –
4: I still have some faith that De Niro is going to get it.
3: That's my number four. Okay. I, he's my four as well. All right. I, I mean, at the same time, we, all, we each have him at number four, but at the same time, my spider sense is taking yeah. here. Uh, he could he okay. miss out. Well, who's your number five? I'm going to go last. Taryn.
4: No, sh- Taryn? Right.
3: Taren? Yeah. Taren's your number five. Yeah. I'm going to. You bumped him up. I'm
4: going to go for it on this one.
3: Jeff? I'm going to go last. <laughs> You're going to go last? I dibsed it. All right. I, right now. I have Antonio Banderas for Pain okay. and Glory. I also have Antonio Banderas okay. for Pain and Glory Scott All right. All right. I'll I'll I, give I, I, that I,
4: to you guys because I do think that's a real possibility. Now
3: now having said that, they're I'm fully confident and would support one hundred percent Taron Echatane making the top five. Over cut, guys like nominated. Sandler
0: and Eddie Murphy and Price. I just what? don't Over, see that Adam Sandler, No I'm one's talking pieces. about
4: uncut gems anymore, sadly. I mean, it's what, it is one oh, of my favorite movies I, of the I, year. I, I, I feel like that the noise for that one is not nearly loud enough to be overshadowing some of these other ones.
3: I, I, I agree. Adam Sandler deserves a nomination, but I feel like there's not, there's not enough talk about it. Uh, Jonathan Price deserves a nomination, mm-hmm. not enough talk about it. Eddie Murphy absolutely deserves a nomination and could easily take... The five place uh, is switching out Antonio Banderas or Taron Egerton. That's really tough. Number five, uh, I, you know, the, actually, you know what? Number, all right. Joaquin Phoenix, Adam Driver, Leonardo DiCaprio. I actually feel stronger that Antonio Banderas gets nominated over De De Niro. De Niro.
0: So, if De Niro's the weak link, you think that Terran's the guy that they were replacing with? Over, Either Taryn or Eddie Sandler.
3: Okay.
4: I, I wouldn't be surprised if the scenario winds up being our three locks up top and then Antonio Banderas and Taryn Edgerton.
3: Here's the other thing about De Niro didn't he produce the Irishman? Yeah. So he gets a nomination as a producer. Nobody doesn't st- nobody get... thinks yeah. like that. Nobody thinks I like will... that. I think like that, obviously. Maybe <laughs> maybe with a writer director, but not in terms of, of that story. That right, didn't cross think. my mind. All right, so so our so our top five, are we are we locking De Niro or are we locking Antonio?
4: I'm still I'm still on the side of locking De Niro at All this right,
3: point. I'll stay with yeah, De Niro then. I think
0: it's our five. Okay, I, then, I, I then can't, Yeah. Then, but I'm gonna I go Kevin's with the
3: Adam Driver, Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and we both have Banderas. You do. Banderas. And I'm it. willing to give that one. Okay. All right. There we go. Thank you for being selfless <laughs> on this, Perry. Supporting actress number one, Golden Globe winner, Laura Dern. Yeah. Yep, uh, yep. Second is Perry. I'm still going Florence Pugh. I think she's going to get it. Okay. Florence Pugh is my number five. But oh. you have her number two? I do. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. I still have I think
4: there's going to... I just really believe that there's going to be a groundswell of support for that movie going forward, especially because it's still doing well at the box office. It well,
3: it's still expanding. I, have, yeah. I also
4: haven't spoken to anyone who doesn't like the movie. Okay. it's one of those crowd pleasers, and I think it's going to serve it well in the
3: long run. Jeff, who's your number two? Uh, it is Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez is two my as well. three. Uh, okay, uh, who's your number three then, Jeff? Uh, Florence Pugh Florence Pugh is your number three Who's your number four? Margot Robbie Margot Robbie's my number three She's my four She's your four And uh, Who's your four? Scarlett Johansson for JoJo Oh, you're predicting A dual nomination Wow I am Uh Uh-oh I don't think
4: I don't think she's gonna she's gonna double up. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think, in, re- I so in rewatching Jojo, I appreciate her performance more and more every single yeah, time. So that's but what I, mean. I also I don't think that's good campaign strategy. If anything, I think they should use her performance in Jojo to, even though it's separate right. studios, it's to bolster a... her chances for Marriage Story. Who's your
3: number four? Uh, or, you my know,
4: my four was uh, Margot Robbie.
3: Okay, so who who am I missing?
4: Farewell. Um, yes. I'm I'm going to mispronounce Xiao Xu Zhen chao Xu Sh- Zhen Xiao.
3: Okay, same. You? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I've I've loved the farewell since day one. Yeah. Well, then there you go. There's our there's our Who's five. Who's your fifth? My, my fifth was was Scarlett. Oh right. Uh, my fifth was Florence, but but you know the one that's not on your list that I have oh, Scarlett Johansson. I actually like. I
4: I'm really confident in this five. That yeah, I okay. have here, and I think you have the same. Right, like, I, I think there's a much bigger gap in this category between the likelies and the honorable mentions than in most of the other ones. I mean,
0: we're forgetting about Kathy Bates, who, who did I don't get I not oh, Kathy She's Bates. my honorable
3: mention, yeah. Um, but but well, uh, we're, to, we're, we're talking about a massively overlooked film in Richard Jewell. Yes. I think Paul Walter Hauser deserves a nomination, but the movie just didn't connect. I, the, the Academy does
0: not love Scarlet. Scarlet's never been nominated before. So, this is going to be her first nomination. Yeah, if will. she was someone, someone For
3: marriage. If she, right. If she was yeah. Amy,
0: Amy Adams getting a nomination every other year, you know, I could see her getting a dual, nomina- uh, dual nominations for JoJo as well.
3: Okay. And everybody did watch uh, Shizen Zhao get, get the shout out to, at the Golden Globe wins yesterday. So, uh, for for Aquafina. So uh, there it is. Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers, Marco Robbie, Bombshell, Florence Pugh, Little Women, Suzanne Zhao for The Farewell. Last but certainly not mm-hmm. least, supporting actor number one, go Brad Pitt, go, Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think it's a lock. I think this award's over. Okay, let's see. Uh, Al Pacino?
4: Al Pacino's my three. She's
3: my two. She's her three? Yeah. Okay, who's your two then?
4: Pesci's my two. Pesci's
3: your two. I actually put Bessie on this list. He's my number four. Uh, Is Tom Hanks anywhere on this list? Tom
4: Hanks is my five.
3: He's your five. He's my four. He's my three. And, okay, I'm going to say my last, last. Hmm. Okay. Who who do you got? Come on.
4: I've got Anthony Hopkins. So do I.
3: Really? He's He's my my four. He's my five. He's my number one honorable mention for the two popes. Okay. Number five, I have Song Kang Ho for Parasite.
4: As much as I believe in Parasite, most of that belief and faith is going to other categories and not necessarily this one. Not that he's not deserving, but I
0: think it's going in other directions. Yeah, I think Bong is sort of the representative as far as the the guy who will be be getting all the love for Parasite. Uh, Anthony Hopkins has done a lot of crap over the last (laughs) 15 years. Like, no joke, Anthony Hopkins is one of the great actors. Yeah, duh. And he has done a lot of crap. The last dozen years. And so to see him shine yeah. in a movie like The Two Popes that doesn't seem to be getting the recognition anywhere else, I think that he will sort of be the, re- the representative of, on behalf of that film.
3: Well, after making those two points, Perry and Jeff, I'm going to have faith. Faith. See what I did there? Two Popes? <laughs> Very good. Have Smart. faith. And I'm going to put Anthony Hopkins makes the, makes the cut for supporting actors. So Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Al Pacino for The Irishman. Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Joe Pesci a Scree at the drive-thru for the Irishman and Anthony Hopkins for the two I want to bring up
0: two, two more actors real yep. quick uh, Is this Jamie Foxx is he still alive he, he had still, a SAG yeah, nomination no, right he's
3: still alive he's in there I think he is a possibility and I would not rule out a nomination supporting actor for just mercy
0: and then the, the other guy who I thought was great in two supporting uh, performances this year who just isn't getting any love Shia is LaBeouf. Sam Rockwell actually Oh, oh. Uh, who you know I feel like Jojo is actually getting more attention than Richard Jewell but I thought he was excellent in Richard Jewell he was
3: Excellent, Richard. Sam Rockwell is the center of the universe, and not just because he was in (laughs) Galaxy Quest. Uh, But also, i got to say, Shia LaBeouf had a great year between Peanut Butter Falcon and, of course, uh, uh, Honey Boy, which he wrote and starred. uh, I wish we were
4: talking about him, too, more. And also, I think Sterling K. Brown in Waves is a a very, very deserving supporting performance that should be in the mix much more so than it is. You want to
3: talk about performances that, that should absolutely be be nominated, but are completely, completely overlooked here. Uh, that's very awesome. Um, you know, first of all, we got to talk about Kelvin Harrison Jr. I know you love Don't him get do me started because I'll make
4: the rest of the show about him. You know,
3: and, uh, you know, uh, Jesse Buckley from uh, Wild Rose. Yes. If there is any absolute long shot, well, not long shot, but <laughs> surprise that could conceivably Please. get nominated here. Jesse Buckley Please. in Wild Rose crushed it so committed <laughs> okay, gave a performance of actually might of a drop lifetime. Dead if that happens i'd be so excited if that happens <laughs> i'm gonna buy the both of you coffee that morning starbucks that's so, so let me generous know what your drink is. i'll take a hot chocolate you were gonna say no like, let's get champagne or something <laughs> no, i'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna come in with it with you, you you text me what you what you want okay Deal. if she gets nominated Deal. just text me what you want i will show up for collider fyc next week with coffee drinks for you from starbucks all but, of
4: hollywood's gonna hear me flipping out if that's what
3: happens so so a lot of great things coming up so first of all obviously on the morning of january 13th the oscar nominations will be announced and we'll be back that day Today with an all-new Collider FYC to break down the nominations for the Academy Awards. I mean, really, this is what the show is all about. The snubs, surprises. Maybe Jesse Buckley will be in there, too, if we do. We love you, Jesse Buckley, and we love you, Quentin Tarantino. We (laughs) want to once again thank our partners at Arclight Cinemas for being our partner on season two of Collider FYC and for being our partners on the Collider FYC screenings at the Arclight Cinemas tomorrow – well, tonight. Tonight tonight Monday night, January sixth at the Arclight light in Hollywood, this one here, paranormal activity is moderating tonight 's Q and a for book smarts so excited with writer director Olivia Wilde, Caitlin Dever and Amy uh, Feldstein. that 's very exciting and then on wednesday the eighth you 're doing Portrait of a woman on fire. You are doing it. Portrait of a lady on fire. Oh, a lady. Oh, I'm doing it. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, thank I'm, you for letting me do that. I'm going to Florida
4: to celebrate Nana's birthday. Oh, well, thanks. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Nana.
3: <laughs> and then, uh, and then, let's see. Uh, uh, then we have coming up on the us. 15th, us. Uh, you're doing with uh Happily. with uh, with uh, Jordan Peele. Yes. And then we got uh, Parasite with Bang ho Dude, come on. Hell of a lineup, you know. <laughs> uh, if you want it, Jeff. Say the word. It's yours. Um, I'm good. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for being selfless on that one. And make sure you check out our Collider FYC screenings at ArcLight Cinemas. Go to Collider.com and also go to ArcLightCinemas.com and check out uh, uh, you know, all the screenings that they have there and, and our Collider FYC screenings. Man, I'm exhausted after the last 24 hours. This has been a jam-packed Collider FYC show. Once again, thank you so much for watching. Share it, like it, retweet it, do whatever you got to do to spread the love for Collider FYC. We work very, very hard on this show. We're very, very proud of the show, and we hope that you will continue to support Collider FYC through the ups and downs of this crazy, wacky business. Until next week, FYC, see you later.
1: Today's specials, new Chase Freedom Flex with 3% on dining, including takeout. Now every meal comes with a side of cash back. Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Cards
2: are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Restrictions and limitations apply. Offer subject to change.